babies. I mean, Bill, I can't believe you have you have not made one comment about um, my sh- my shave. Didn't even notice. <laughs> it's just too sexy to, to notice. Yeah, I mean, you won't have a lot of tabs open tonight, and it won't take forty-five minutes. That's for uh, sure. Uh, uh-uh. I want to jizz right all over that mustache. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna need some Lysol wipes for the iPad. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Bill, I saw your sweet uh, social media posts, and you're in your American uh, ensemble. You look sexy. You have a Google Meet room. No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I just let you join the meeting, but I don't see that there. Jesus fucking Christ. Shut up, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Oh, you can say it, but I can't. Yeah. You guys are dicks. You say what? Because he has his producer hat on. You don't. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah, that didn't make sense. When in Rome. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, put on your change your hat, Bill, to just your slight shitbag hat. Thanks. <laughs> Great. That's all it takes is just putting it down a little bit. Yeah, basically. that's what you got to do, baby. Hello. Uh oh. Hey. Oh, there it is. All right. Perfect. Hello. Hi. How are you? I am doing good. How are you guys doing? Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're in. Perfect. You're good. Looks like you have a fancy chair. This is a fancy chair. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Down south mother, you know, love this. Queen style. The French, the French type. I'm sitting in a steel chair that I got from the Elks Lodge. <laughs> cool. All right. So, uh, welcome to uh, Simple Minds Sports Show. With us is Jory Davis, basketball player, international basketball, professional basketball player, and founder of. Weevolve, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Can't complain. Just getting ready to gear up to go back overseas, making sure you know nobody stops me. I'm I'm vaccinated, so I shouldn't have any problems. Hopefully. So do you have to like book a ticket a couple of weeks in advance just to make sure you're if anything goes wrong, you got a a little leeway period, or you're like, nah, like we'll just we'll just make it work. Yeah, it's actually it's crazy. Usually, you got to make sure your your visa most times like. The past couple of years has been where I get my visa literally the day before I leave. But this year, <laughs> it seems like, you know, the Italian embassy did their stuff a little bit better. So I have my visa already. So um, I have my, my ticket booked. So I'm all set. Hopefully nothing goes wrong. But most times it is last minute everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So do you I actually even think about that? So do you have to get what kind of special permission or anything do you have to get for, to, to travel coming from the United States then? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like a simple work visa. Um, but is anything uh, else attached? Because yeah, especially COVID. with COVID right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, for Italy, it's, you know, Italy's, you know, they're, well, they're wide open, right? I mean, you know, Italy is pretty chill, but I know a lot of friends and, and players that are going to like Spain, you need, you know, your fingerprints, you need to be mm. vaccinated, you need background checks. Some countries are, are very strict. And then with COVID, yeah, it's just a lot more. You have to have like a full on physical done. Yeah. Um, plus the test, plus vaccination. It's, it's just a lot. But for Italy, it's just like it, cool. It's they're chill. Just, they're chill. Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> great That's food awesome. too. Just yeah, great not, food. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like you're in a pretty good place. Well, let's let's dial it back a little bit. I want to get your history uh, quickly, and 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 we'll kind of go from there. But just catching up on you, this really stuck out to me. Maybe it's because I was just in upstate New York, mm-hmm. but. So you, you grew up internationally in high school. You started in London and then went to Rochester, if I'm getting that correctly. And I Ew. <laughs> and then following the rest of your career, which has been very successful. I just have the is that was that the biggest loss that you've ever taken going from London high school to Rochester? New York? <laughs> like, I know that you made it work. I get it. But like the biggest wow. L, the biggest L. I mean, I really have no stories from this place. Like, I mean, I have some people I have a whole lot of love for my pit stop here. But, you know, I went I'm born and raised in New Orleans. Yep. So then I went to England, which is different. The food still was like what is this? I, I, I hated English, you know, the Brits, then okay. I over their food. Yeah. But then Rochester, New York was just like, I hope it goes up from here. I well, you got the, it. you got Dino <laughs> barbecue or whatever, right? What is it? Yeah. That's like the best yeah. barbecue in the East. <laughs> I've been there. I, I guess I was just up there for oh, we everything else. There, but Ew. It, it's rough. Yeah. I just, that was, sorry. I had to bring that up. It's like going from new Orleans to London to Rochester. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, good for her. She got out. but my my mom my family's still here you know my my immediate my mom my brother my dad are still here but once my brother finishes high school we'll see what happens hopefully it's like you know italy Italy. hey good people rough place yeah exactly Mm -hmm. exactly so you play for uh, indiana university my biggest question is for a woman is Connecticut one of those programs that you just absolutely despise the way that they always get the best talent and they're always in the limelight? Is that just like so infuriating as a woman player? I mean, uh, for me, truthfully, I, I wasn't that type of player or person where I was like, oh, UConn. Um, but I mean, you know, everybody, you know, when you're the best at the top, which they're not technically anymore, yeah. Anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. But during my day, yeah, it was like, ah, UConn, you know, at the AAU tournament, you're like, oh, Who's Gino going to see? He's not coming out court. <laughs> you know, the superstar star course, girl yeah. in the tournament, and everyone's just watching him walk past, you know. Of course, yeah, it's like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and if, if anyone says anything, like, it's just jealousy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, this is the best program in the nation for a long time. You're just jealous. You can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, you <laughs> just got to push. You just got to push yourself better. Right. You know, you, there, just there beat them. Is- just beat them. I mean, you've seen them lose. I get it. They won like 50 games in a row, whatever, some bullshit like that. You just beat them. It right. just it should motivate you, right? That's what it comes down to. People just, you know, jealous and they want to be in that spot. They don't have that spot, so they find ways to to hate on it. So no, I never despised any of those programs. You know, I just yeah. liked hooping. And I was just glad I got a scholarship myself. And it was like, hey, if we play them, great. Let's see what we can do. If not, yeah. 
whatever. Yeah, I mean, Indiana is not a bad place to, to land, that's for sure. No, no. Uh, from a basketball standpoint. It, it is a little bit the competitive standpoint in coll- collegiate basketball. It's not just beat them. Like, they're getting a little bit of an advantage. I mean, come on. Let's – let's come on. Yeah, are, they, are they paying? Yeah, they're definitely paying. Someone's paying something. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> hey, now with name, image, and likeness, please believe with those alumni – yeah, you know, just imagine Oregon, Nike. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, hey, God. Well, look at the a, football you'll team. Get a branding yeah, right? deal. You'll get a branding deal if you sign to Oregon. Now, with name, image, and likeness, that's the type of stuff that I'm sure. Especially, look at the football team. I mean, they yeah. they built what ten million dollar locker room or whatever it was, just dedicated to Nike. It's ridiculous. Seriously. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Good Maybe Mark, get what you can step get. Step up for IU. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Find some, find some alumni. Find some rich alumni. Yeah, right. Uh, you were drafted in the WNBA by the uh, Indiana Fever. What was the process like uh, in the experience, you know, going Ooh. through the whole draft process? Yeah. Well, first of all, I didn't know I was drafted. That that goes to tell you my whole thought. Process. Yeah, this was a crazy this was a crazy story to kind of learn about. And then how it all ended up. I'll let you tell a story. But yeah. I was like, how does that even work? But go I didn't ahead. know I was drafted. Um, I think maybe because my agent maybe possibly didn't think I was going to get drafted. That's, that's the whole reason, you know, I probably went through five different agents that's right there, but um, I was in class and one of the, the guys who's, he was just sitting and he was like, Oh, excuse me, but Jory, congratulations. And I'm like, what? He's like, you got drafted by the Indiana fever. And then my, my parents call and like, we got the fever. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> what? And then my agent calls me third. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah oh congrats you know he got drafted da, da, da. so for a day it was like oh man I'm drafted um and then you know the process was to start to get ready you know sign the contract do all of that that good stuff figure out you know what when do I leave but uh truthfully I, I set up a workout with Stephanie White and I can't coach Klopp I think I can't remember his whole name set up a workout because they're right down the street was all excited like I want to get in there before training camp starts so they can see blah 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 get to the gym everything's locked lights off I'm like texting them like hey like are we still on for the day luckily uh two of the 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 managers for fever were also my managers at IU and so one of them let me in I'm in there and I see Coach Klopp and Stephanie White in the office, and they look completely shocked. So I'm like, okay, they were trying to ghost me or something. Uh-huh. You know, I was like, oh, they were like, oh, we, you know, we had something we couldn't do it. Uh, you know, I thought we communicated it, blah, 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 basically bullshit. Mm-hmm. I leave the gym, go work out. Next day, I'm cut. <laughs> so it was, it was like, it was like, that was my, I'm over that now, but it took me some years that I hated the WNBA. My family still was like, I don't, I, we don't cheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some shady bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, so is the goal ever the WNBA or are you just going to play overseas? No, no. This I'm heading to my 11th year. I'm I'm fully planning my life. And, you know, I've enjoyed it. I've had a great journey of overseas basketball. So, you know, now I'm completely, you know, over it. Of course, if someone randomly calls and say, hey, would you come sit on the bench for us? Yeah, I'll do it. Like, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you yeah, know, you but, take the opportunities. Yeah. You do what you got to do. I mean, and you've you've managed to have a like you just said your eleventh year, ten years successfully over internationally, which is oh, which is really interesting. We've interviewed some uh, some ball players that have played internationally, and um, it's clearly getting a lot bigger. It's clearly becoming more of a 
uh, realistic kind of opportunity. But I, I'm always kind of curious, and I'm, I'm curious what you would think of this, Tori, in terms of like, you're still playing professionally. You have to maintain that competitive edge. You have to be really responsible yeah. with your craft, but you also get an opportunity. You've been in um, six countries, right? Or, or, or in 10 years, yeah. something close to that. I like to travel. I like to go check out the cuisines, check out the scene, the bar scene. Like, how do you just kind of like keep those isolated? Yeah. Cause you can't stay there. Like you said, you got to go home. You know, like, it's not like in the yeah. off season, maybe you're traveling or whatever else. So has that been a challenge for you uh, overseas or, or you've been able to kind of yeah. uh, strike that balance? No, it's not a challenge at all. The funny thing is fans usually think, Oh, you must eat, not ever eat bad. You don't have a beer or wine. And it's like the total, like, I don't care. Even LeBron, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's, the reality is like, yeah, you see some people with certain bodies as athletes. Sometimes those athletes genetically blessed. You have yeah, athletes. Yeah, yeah you're are, looking at three of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you have some athletes, yeah, they work really hard to keep their physique, physique, physique. I can't say that word right Physique. Now. Yeah. Yep. No, we, we say it a lot. You got like, it. Bill, yeah, Bill's you got point, it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it is a balance, though, to not get sidetracked with the lifestyle and especially countries like Spain, Greece and Italy. I mean, come on, like they're great people. They're fun people. They love to eat and they love to yeah. feed you. So you have to kind of find that balance and, you know, set a little routine for yourself. But definitely it's not hard to set yeah. a routine. I mean, it's still the best part of being over there, because if you're not doing those things, if you're not going out and go and meet some of the local DJs or hanging out and finding ways to meet people is going to be a very bad experience. And you hear a mix of things. Of course, there's the bad of overseas, but more players are starting to share like, hey, you know, this made me a way more well-rounded person than if I mm -hmm. didn't make it to the NBA or WNBA because of everything you get to do. And so, you know, now a lot of veterans I see are expressing that like, man, I thought I was losing out on everything. And as they watch everything changing, the Europeans are getting better and they're going to the NBA and dominating. I yeah. mean, so you're starting to be like, shoot, actually, I, yeah. I, I made a, I probably think I made a better choice. Uh, and I actually, so yeah, just, never, mean, just never the Brits, right? <laughs> <laughs> they were not garbage London stuff. Oh, no, no, they, they don't have good basketball there. Not at all. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, to your point, um, you know, obviously in terms of money and career, you know, you probably look at the WNBA or America as, you know, your pinnacle in terms of, of what you're looking for. But like there's plenty of people that uh, as been professional sports that are not going to reach that uh, complete professional height in right. the United States. And like this seems like there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of good world opportunity to get out, yeah. get over there. I mean, yeah, there's so many of us. I mean, even when you talk about American football, baseball, yeah. volleyball is huge, especially in Italy. I mean, jam-packed stadiums. Handball is huge. I saw the championship for that. It looked like an Olympic arena was packed with people for handball. You know, like there are sports over there that um, are flourishing, but also there are way more pro athletes yeah. abroad compared to stateside. And so that's why it's like, you know, the, the opportunity is there to, to really be, um, to have a unique experience and your lifestyle costs a lot. You might mm -hmm. not make the same as a certain player that's in the major league state side, but if you calculate all the expenses, housing, your healthcare, 
the lifestyle, the visas, all of that, it is actually probably double your salary, which sometimes can be very expensive. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta look at it from that standpoint. Well, the, now Ray and I are our dads. We have kids, and yeah. we both we all uh, grew up. Bill probably has some kids, but we we grew up. <laughs> uh playing sports and you know obviously you know we always joke about what are you going to make your kids play or what do you want now i'm thinking just pick some obscure european sports so we can get some vacations out of it. <laughs> like cur- you know? how about curling <laughs> yeah curling well that's cold i don't want to go like, cold yeah. yeah whatever whatever they're playing in greece let's get them in on that like, yeah that would be fun yeah synchronized Cricket. diving like Cricket. what he likes yeah, yeah. that's I hard mean- to do well, yeah. if, if, if Jory can succeed, look at this segue. If she can succeed with her uh, next adventure here in her um, uh, foundation and organization, then we might have a better chance at this. Yeah. So, Ray, go ahead. That you started, uh, yeah, you started Weevolve, uh, which yeah. helps athletes find mentors while still in the game. What type of problems did you have to make you want to start this program up? Uh, I mean, I think any niche group or industry usually it's the same stories over and over once you reach the end and I think for me I went through all of the different uh I fell over a couple potholes as they say along my journey and once I got to the end I realized well shit other people were going through this as well where like all I needed was a conversation a conversation or a little bit of something if you would have shared your story instead of retiring and just going on with your life I probably could have benefited from those things. So, I mean, I went through five different agents um, when it came to, you know, not being prepared that I was going to get my money in pure cash in, in Israel, <laughs> you know, going Wait, to shekels on. every other, like three days, like trying to manage that. Like, you know, those Wait, flesh, sorry, what we, I need to hear more about. This. So you were just paid in cash money, like at, out of a, a guy on the street or what? Envelope cash money jewelry. <laughs> in jewelry cash mm. money. no cash oh. money jewelry like here's oh, money okay. going to the yeah. little here's some precious place. gems <laughs> yeah but can i ask you a question though can you can you make more money over overseas long term than the wmea with the way they're paying them right now it depends on who you are okay. um and it depends on the extent of your career of course um, WNBA, i don't know what the average stint of the career is but okay if you stay 10 years and you compare it to a player that stayed 10 years in Europe, if it's Diana Taurasi, she making, she's making more than WNBA. But mm. then you have players that make, I know I've heard of players make like 800 a month. Mm. That's, you could go probably work McDonald's and make yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so the salaries are so drastically different. And that's where, you know, again, states thought everyone's like, oh, they make more overseas. And it's like, well, that's not a true statement. Um, yeah. that's not for everyone they assume everyone's making that but people make as i say 800 a month to some people making 25 or 40,000 a month you know it's like crazy numbers so yeah um and is that know, that's why you see a lot a lot of them after the WBA season ends they all hightailed over to europe right and then they start making more money over there just for like a short season over there right, right. they're making more overseas for sure however um there are some WNBA players that have gotten cut. So again, they say, oh, NBA, WNBA is the best competition. But as you know, there's NBA guys, WNBA player women that come overseas and they can't hang. 
And so mm. the, the Europeans, of course, EuroLeague Players Association actually just came out with a little mini doc where they had two girls and they could have gone to WNBA and they both were like, why? We believe we have the better basketball. We have the better league, but the exposure isn't there yet. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting with time when that battle comes because I, I kind of take their side like uh, when it comes to that. Of course, the best of the best. USA, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you go to that medium lower level, you're might have a beat. It's a good thing. I mean, look, you look at American sports and um and in the in the heights that they've re- reached and the money that's involved, even if right. you know the WNBA is obviously, you know, uh needs some more support there, but they need some competition, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, they they need some competition media-wise and and yep. kind of spread that out a little bit because right. the hogs getting a little fat there to take a market. They need a line. story. Yeah, the story yeah, like so. the NBA have stories. They have wars and people that you know. It's like WNBA is a sisterhood. You know, yeah. nobody's shaking, shaking the you know. The need some hate. You need know, hate. Yeah. Bring need some hate. hate. They need a LeBron to go uh, trade for Westbrook <laughs> for a, a couple bags of uh, <laughs> peanuts or whatever. Uh, let's get, but, but real quick, let's get back. We can get, talk that if you want, but I, I do want you just gonna finish up on we've all. It's bitch. important, I think. Cheese. <laughs> I think that, uh, uh, you know, obviously, you know, your mission here is super important and could lead to a lot of great things. And to everything that we've been talking about, you know, collegiate athletes should be looking at, I think, overseas in Europe as a professional path. Mm-hmm. As where now it seems like it's more of a backup plan if, if you know about it at all. So it mm-hmm. seems like, you know, with what you're doing, you could open up a lot of doors for people. Yeah, I mean... Essentially, what we've all, what we're building um, is an exclusive digital platform uh, for global elite athletes to help them manage their careers. Uh, we focus on player empowerment, social lifestyle, and mentorship. So it's not just the mentorship piece. Um, in a sense, if you think WeChat for athletes in our community, that's what we're thinking. So technology mixed with community, that's what we're trying to create for the global elite athletes. And so, of course, when it comes to smart contracts, when it comes to gamified uh, maps to make Mm. us be more outgoing, not just, I forgot the number one pick. It was a quote on Twitter where he said, I'm boring. I work out and I play video games. It's like, I mean, people think it's Anthony Bennett. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, great. There are a lot of people that that's their life. Um, However, when you're a pro athlete and you get to live in Italy, Spain and, and Thailand and going work out and go home, you're missing a lot of opportunity for life after sport, actually, when it comes to transitioning. So we have those elements and then mentorship, just trying to make it where we'll, we'll eventually uh, have a little blockchain in there where we'll have a utility token. So basic things like if I add a new cafe, I get mm-hmm. a token. And, and now that's I put that first on the map. So every time someone interacts, I'm getting a reward Thank back you. from that simple community, um, you know, yeah, yeah. Ad. So, yes, yeah, like different things like that, you know, super fun. We're, we're really trying to build it for the future. And of course, we're starting for the global athlete. But of course, we feel everything we're building on the app can easily transition to the to the collegiate level. And so, um, yeah, that's that's what we're trying to do is, is educate cool. and awesome. make the player more independent and trans- make the industry more transparent for us because we have no idea what's going on most of the times. Yeah, that's super interesting. Anytime you start to get into NFT talk, you're going to lose like the simple-minded people like us. But it is, <laughs> it is important, and it's going to be a draw for young people for sure. And just real quickly, and then we got a couple of funny questions here. But uh, I, I found this quote that you 
posted on uh, Facebook, you did a, a post here. And it's kind of to your point of um, transparency in the industry. And I just wanted you to flush it out a little bit because as soon as I read it, I just laughed. But then I had to like figure out what it meant. <laughs> so <laughs> you said, I've had my nut, I've had nuts dangled above my head in an attempt to use me as a tool to manipulate and control my tribe. Obviously, the part that got my attention uh, doesn't need to be repeated, but well done because you got my attention. So if you want to flesh out the nuts that were dangled above your head a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's important because then listening to the videos, like, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, I understand what you I said. I mean, hey, any 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 person that's a leader in their communities, again, not just sport, anybody that's standing out that people are looking at, they feel they can dangle something, you dangle a prize or money, whatever it might be in front of your head, in front of you to make you take the bait to make everyone else follow. Mm -hmm. And so I would say it's just more so having individuals say, OK, let's take a small example like, hey, if you get me players, I'll give you a commission. Yep. You see that a lot with a lot of players that maybe aren't sure what they want to do when they're done transitioning. So they're trying to figure it out. So yep. they're trying to find ways to make money outside of just on the court. So they'll do that. They'll start taking money from this one agent, but not seeing the big picture. They don't see what they're actually doing, how they're being used still in the system. And so that's what I'm in. And a, a number of other ways that people have tried to, you know, because of me and my outlook on the sport industry, they try to get you early. Mm -hmm. and have you to not follow through with the mission that you're on. And I know a lot of players have started with wanting to change the industry, but they end up yeah. taking the, the bag. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you end up grabbing on and it's enticing and it's a microcosm for a lot of other parts of the world the and everything else that we're doing. It's yeah. basically a small microcosm for Bill's life. Um, it, a literal microcosm. Well, it, this is, uh, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, super... <laughs> <laughs> super interesting um ray i don't know if you had any other anything else that came to mind um but i i now you're in italy it's your 11th year uh i know we talked about being, it's easy to kind of get your routine down but i'm thinking in italy the food is another level of good if you just kind of went to like uh -oh. a a big baby Davis style game. You could pack, you could just pack on some pounds get down low. I wish, I wish if I could be six foot, you know, I'm going out of style now overseas. They want the three, four, five. So like, you know, I'm the, I'm a shorter one. I'm the, I'm a combo guard. You know, we agree. I mean, I, we, we relate. We're short guys ourselves. You know, I, I play, I play big, average. Though. Yeah. Right. We're average site. Guys. Rich, he's a giant. Right, Rich is a giant at six one, six two. We're six five. One. I'm six We're three. Five you eight. son of a bitch. Respect me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I look up to oh. you. You're a giant. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. Uh, well, uh, you know, we broke up there a little bit. I think you're back now. Um, so uh, we'll just finish on some. Uh, you are you paying attention to the uh, Olympics? You're following the uh, uh, competition over there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Did, did you have any kind of um, thoughts or anything when Tokyo went, uh, decided to push through with the COVID and everything that you've experienced overseas? Did you have, and I think it was going to go as well, or? I mean, truthfully, this is probably inappropriate. Me and a lot of our friends were talking about the Olympic Village and how they're going to have all these COVID babies. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Jory. <laughs> yeah, you welcome. The exact same on, a, on the cardboard bed. <laughs> on a cardboard bed. Like, they thought cardboard was going to stop having fucking on a bet. Come on. Been doing that since the 90s. No, no, no. And then we know one athlete that started an athlete dating app that she was saying she was launching 
during the Olympics. I was like, wow. You've heard you've heard a lot <laughs> of like why is no so, one talking about this? Hold on, you've athletic... heard a lot of athletes come out later on and say they're just a complete and utter fuck fest. Yeah. That's well, all it's, it's oh, just yeah, kind of like known now. But hold on. So you you knew an athlete. You can't put that... me in a quarters with anyone for longer than 48 <laughs> hours with me out trying to fuck them. That's it. That's how it goes. No the gender doesn't matter. And well, hold on, back up real quickly. So the you had an athlete that started basically Olympic Tinder just for the for the, she the, didn't start it on she didn't start it just for Olymp for the Olympics. She had athlete uh, dating app. I think that's okay. the name. I forgot about it, but she was really pushing for it to launch in yeah. that makes during sense. the Olympics for Athlete Village. Uh yeah. as we know. <laughs> hey, bring over your cardboard bed. Yeah. I mean, so I I mean there's, there's stories around that. Like someone should do a, a specific podcast on relationships around the athlete village and all the people that got married, maybe got knocked up. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think you're right. They they refuse to give out the condoms, and I think we're going to get a, a race of super babies that, that are going to come to power in 20 years. In 20 years, uh, they're going to be world records broken nonstop. That's all. No, I've, just, I've seen this. It sounds like Terminator. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the beginning of the Marvel uh, Marvel comic book series in, yeah, in real seriously. life. Yeah, you're superheroes. Gonna, we're raising the Yo, Avengers. That is a good. I will watch that. I will watch that. <laughs> just, yeah, you're they just use their four miles athletics and, yeah. to save the world. Yeah, yeah. And where did it all begin? This is yeah. where it all began. This is all began. Tokyo didn't give Welcome any to Tokyo 2021. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, we appreciate you taking the time, and I, I will say just the way that your light is doing, and and when you were in your serious conversations, if you ever wanted to kind of pull off like the next God Jesus kind of thing, you got it going on because you. Oh, just, really? It's just white behind you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very nice. It's very angelic, right there. Boom! Thank that's you. the shot. Yeah, see that? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. We'll send you a screenshot. You can use it for your next profile pic. Yeah, I might do. I might do a couple impromptu like. Yeah, yeah. Selfies. yeah, do some selfies. Yeah, I'd yeah. do it. I'd do light. it, especially before you start taking on that Italian pasta like we talked about. Okay, look, uh, thanks so much. We appreciate the time. Good luck to you. Um, you know, we'll be uh, certainly keeping tabs on Weevolve and everything else that you got going on. Yeah, so no, appreciate you guys. This was fun. I need yeah. to pay more attention to this to your guys' show. I need to, I'm a fan now. <laughs> yeah, tune in six days a week. We uh, we hate Cam Newton and yeah. everything else is on the table. <laughs> And LeBron James. Yo, Cam cannot catch a break out here. Nope. I'd love for him to be good. He just is not. That's, just, that's the only problem. Hey, he's at the backup QB position right now. So No, he's starting. Don't I'll take don't, him as a mentor. Put some, put some respect to his name, boys. Put some respect. <laughs> QB one in New England. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. On. Appreciate it, Jory. All right. No, thank you, guys. Have yep. a good one. You as well. Appreciate it. See ya. That was fun. Bill only said bitch twice. I did, yeah. <laughs> and then when they, they talked about the Olympic Village fucking, Bill, just, his eyes lit up like it was Christmas. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> finally. Oh, right. here we go. I have an outlet. I can talk about this. When she talked about balls dangling her head, I, was, I wanted to make it, oh, so you weren't talking about teabagging, just to make this clear. But I let that one slide. Well, no, she was clear. You know, this is no, called tack. Slide tonight. This is yeah, called you know, tack, you... Bill, and a little, you know, just having a little bit of artistry to what you, the when the trash bag spills. There's no tack. It's just 
boom. You just you get everything. You get welcome to trash. You get the empty I just soup cans. To, and I just wanted to slip in a few a few jokes, make her laugh a couple times, and then boom. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Uh, 